Welcome to another exciting installment of Just a Podcast. My name is Just Bob. Thank you for joining me. So I've mentioned before that I've worn glasses since I was five. I hate it. I mean, I appreciate being able to see, but having these things sitting on my face really is annoying. You know, there's certain things I would like to have sitting on my face and little pieces of plastic are not among them sometime in the last couple months. The glasses I'd been at the time wearing for about seven years fell off my face. The bows had become loose over time. They they landed, of course, lenses down on the concrete, which put a nice scratch on one of the lenses right in my eye line. I put up with this for a while. Finally, I broke down and scheduled an appointment for an eye exam, but by the time... The day of the appointment arrived, an emergency came up, and I no longer had the money to pay for it, so I canceled it and sat around wondering what exactly to do, and weeks passed, and I wore the scratched glasses, getting increasingly annoyed each time I was reminded of the scratch. Finally, I had the dough to pay for an exam, but by then, I couldn't get another appointment. They were booked up through July. So, again, sat there wondering exactly what to do. I did have another pair, but they were broken. So, in desperation, I took the broken glasses with good lenses to the eyeglass place. There I was informed that the frames couldn't be repaired because the damage was on the hinge. But I was told that if by chance they had another set of the same frames in stock, I could buy those and they'd just transfer the lenses. However, that particular model had been discontinued, so they doubted that they had any left. turned out they did, in fact, have one pair left. The lenses were transferred, and I was presented with the new frames to try on. They fit. I could see. Problem solved. Of course, the price of the frames alone was greater than the eye exam would have cost, and... The exam came with two sets of frames, but it was either buy the frames or look through a scratched lens for four months, and I was not about to do that, so now I have what amounts to a brand new pair of glasses, which is nice, I suppose, but I still resent that my stupid astigmatism makes them necessary. The frames are a lot more snug than the old ones, though, so at least I don't have to worry about them falling off. Seriously? If you have good eyesight, treasure it. Seriously, (laughs) treasure it, brah. Every single day, I wake up, I get out of bed, I go about my morning routine, I weigh myself, butt naked, by the way, because you don't want anything (laughs) that doesn't have to be there. Being Oh, before that, I go and drain the bladder, you know, you want to get everything out of the body you possibly can, out and off the body, and then I go and weigh myself, um, and then, you know, I go back, take my medication, brush my teeth, and that's a whole ritual of itself, and the whole time I do this without my glasses, I'm hoping And it's a futile and useless hope, I know, but I'm hoping that one day I will look around 
and think, you know what? I can see. And that has not happened, and I'm sure it never will. I mean, I have an astigmatism, which is a deformity in the shape of the eye. That's not changing. You know, it's been there since I was born, and this is the reason that my prescription has not changed in 25, almost 30 years since 1996. So we're talking, uh, what is, what is it? 22, 26, something like that. A number of years. And which is frustrating because to get a new pair of glasses, I have to, I think the eye exam only is, is good for, uh, or it expires after like two years. So to get a new pair of glasses beyond that point, I have to get a new exam, but the exam is this, it's the same thing, you know, it hasn't changed and yet I still have to do it or else I can't. You know the 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 eyeglass place cannot legally sell me a pair of glasses. They can't give you a pair of prescription glasses based on a an outmoded uh, subscription subscription prescription prescription. Is it prescription or per, I think it's prescription prescription. We're gonna go with that right now, but they can't do it. They're not allowed to, and so I I have to get a new exam, knowing full well that it is going to be exactly the same as the last one and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. So that is very annoying, and that's why I I mentioned the glasses that I just replaced I had been wearing for seven years. That's the reason, because I don't, if they still work and I can still see out of them, you know, and that's that's what ends up happening. I, I, I wear my glasses until they finally break, and then I have to get a new prescription, or I need to get a new exam to get a new pair. At least that's how it was. Nowadays, there are a number of online retailers that do prescription eyeglasses, and they're cheap, bro. They are cheap AF. So I I tried this a few years ago. Well, it was it was it was 2016. It was immediately not immediately, but a few months after my last eye exam. I asked them to give me a copy of my prescription, and then I thought I'm going to go online and I'm going to order a spare pair, and then I will be all set in case anything happens. Well, what I did not know at that time was the eye exam has something called the pupillary distance, and that is exactly what it sounds like. It is the distance between the two pupils in your eyes, and it is very important in the construction of a pair of eyeglasses because if it is off, then you will have eye strain and headaches and all of this 
even if it seems like you can still see fine. So I go on this uh, website, it's ibuydirect.com, which I recommend actually if if you are uh, in need of a spare set of glasses because um, you can get frames for as low as under $10. I go on there, I have my prescription, I think, well, that's all I need, and I get to the this, this category PD, and I'm like, what is that? Actually, I had to Google it, and explained what it was and of course when they gave me my prescription at the eyeglass place they did not include the pupillary disc which is what they do you know they leave that out in order to prevent you from being able to buy glasses online so there were instructions that said how to measure your own pupillary distance and so I, I did that and came up with a number and I plugged it in. I didn't know how important the number was at that point. I ordered the glasses and they arrived. And I put them on and I, I, just, I said, you know, I'm going to wear them for a day and just try them out. And then I'll throw them in the drawer and they'll be my spares, you know, for when these inevitably break. Because that was my pattern, you know, I would, I would uh, pass out. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point of on it, but I would pass out, I would wake up, and my glasses would be missing. And they would be on the floor, or they would be between the couch cushion, you know what I mean? They would fall off my face and, and just go get lost somewhere. And so I thought, well, I'm these spares now, so when that happens and they do break, then I will have an extra pair. I wore them around for a day, and at the end of that day, my head was absolutely pounding. And I didn't know what the problem was. And then I remembered the PD. And I thought, could that be what it is? Did I get the PD wrong? And so I, I put the glasses in a drawer and I forgot about them. And that's unfortunate because by the time I remembered, the window to return them had closed. So I was stuck with them. I paid 50 bucks for them. I can see out of them, and in an, in an absolute emergency, I could put them on and wear them. But, you know, my head would be hurting soon, and I would have the eye strain and all that stuff. And so I just kind of said, well, whatever. I had the glasses I had, and then recently, like I, like I said earlier, recently I scratched them and realized... You know, I, 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 I figured out a solution, but it it w- it seemed like a stopgap in the sense that, you know, the glasses that I have are fine at the moment, but I'm, I'm hard on my glasses. I'm hard on them. I always have been. And so having an extra set is a good idea. So I went back to the website. I said, you know... There has got to be a way for me 
to do the pupillary distance and get it right without having to go in and do another whole eye exam and all that stuff. And so I went back to Google. You know, Google is like the real modern-day encyclopedia. It's where we look up every item of information that we need to know about anything. But I went back to Google, and I went looking for other methods to measure the pupillary distance because if you've never attempted this, and I don't see why you would, it's extremely difficult because there are two ways to do it. One of them is uh, you get a you know a ruler and you hold it up to your head and you look in a mirror and the results are not <laughs> they're not scientifically accurate, you know, by any stretch. And the other way, it's basically the same, except you you have someone else read the ruler for you. And because I am too stubborn to ask anyone for help about anything ever, and, well, I, I would have asked Nitty Gritty to do it, but she was out of the house that day, and I, I didn't even think to. I asked to borrow a ruler from her, but I did not think to ask her to just take the damn measurement for me, which would have been smart. But, you know, I'm I'm lacking in inherent common sense. That is just one of my many exasperating qualities. <laughs> so I said, well, there, I, I tried doing it in the mirror, and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't see it well enough to, to do it, you know? So I go back on the Google and I, and I and I, I I I had an idea. I thought, well, maybe there's an app for this because you know the joke some years back was like no matter what it is that you have to do, there's an app for that. So I started looking for one. And I found one, and it like you you hold a credit card, or it's, uh, they said a card with a magnetic stripe. So a credit card or something. Um, but, you know, what kind of cards have magnetic stripes? Like credit cards, uh, debit cards. I happened to find an old Martin's gift card. I said, because, I, you know, I, I'm not a paranoid person by any means. In fact, certain people around me believe that I'm I'm too trusting of strangers, but I I just I was paranoid about this, like I'm not holding my actual credit card up so someone can scan it with the magnetic stripe, you know, but this is a worthless gift card. I think there's 5 cents left on the balance. <laughs> so I used that instead and it scanned my face and it came up with a number and the number was like six millimeters smaller than the one that I'd used to order the first pair of glasses and I thought well there you go that's probably the problem 
just to be sure, I, I took the measurement six times in different locations with different light. And it came up within a half millimeter each time. And so I thought to myself, well, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is correct. And so I went back to the website and I ordered a couple of new pairs. You know, what I what I should what I should have done if I was smart is I would have ordered one pair, one really cheapo pair, waited for it to show up, and then if it was good, gotten more. But of course I didn't do that because I just told you, no common sense. So I ordered three. They haven't arrived yet, so I don't want to I'm not gonna end this by saying and they showed up, and I can't see out of any of them, and now I'm screwed. But, I mean, I spent $100, you know. And, hundred. I mean, you know, for those who, who wear glasses, $100 for three pairs of eyeglasses is a great deal. I'm just a little bit concerned that, you know, that they're going to show up, and, and I'm not going to be able to see out of them properly. And right now, as I record this, it is 5.11 a.m., Friday, April 8th, 2022. So the website tells me that my order will arrive by the 14th. So I have another week to stew about this and <laughs> and hope that, uh, you know, hope that, that I got it right this time. But uh, none of this is anything new. As I mentioned, I have I have worn glasses since I was five years old, and I remember I remember my very first eye exam. Okay, it was the winter of 1979, and I was uh, we were at uh, a Pearl Vision Center, uh, Allegheny Avenue, Philadelphia, just off of Kensington the intersection of K and A as they refer to it locally. And there was snow on the ground and I and, and I remember them putting this big you know, this big machine and I had to look through it and I had to the A or B, you know, that whole thing. And my first pair of glasses were like these little aviator frames. They were douchey beyond belief, but I mean I was a little kid, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm lucky I, I, I ended up with those and, and and not something really terrible. Like I saw like on the on the on the website I saw these big uh they're like uh, tortoise shell square, thick square things. They look like uh look like the uh the old man in the Six Flags commercial, <laughs> you know, where the music goes He's got these big, you know, so I was lucky to end up with what I had. But see, the optometrist made a fatal mistake and told me, just wear them when you need them. So if you're in the back of the classroom and you're trying to, like, read the chalkboard and you put them on. And I did that at first, and then... 
you know, it turned into a pain in the ass. I mean, I was a little kid. So, you know, it's hard for kids. And then I used them, I used them sporadically and, you know, and a lot of times I would just sit there squinting and none of my teachers even acknowledged it, you know. Like, this is the early 80s and, you know, at school you were pretty much on your own. And uh, it really wasn't until I got to middle school that one of my teachers pointed out kind of like offhandedly, um, yeah, you know, your 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 son is, is squinting at the blackboard a lot. And my parents were shocked and appalled and they said, well, maybe it's time to get you some new glasses. They took me in, got me another eye exam, I got another pair of glasses and those, I used them, you know, but I still didn't wear them all the time and the thing that, uh, and it, this was all the way through high school. You know, I put them on when I needed to, and and I, I didn't wear them the rest of the time. And then when I was 22 years old, I got a job at a car dealership. I was a lot attendant and a customer shuttle driver. And... I had a an eyeglass restriction on my driver's license, which meant I had to wear them when I was driving a car. And a lot of time, I still didn't do it. <laughs> but I, I realized, well, you know what? I'm, I'm driving other people's cars <laughs> for a living. So it would probably behoove me to just start wearing the glasses all the time. And... Lo and behold, I discovered once once I started doing that, wow, I can see a lot better. I can read stuff from across the room. You know, before that, the other side of the room, even in a moderately small room, the other side of the room was like a unfocused blur. And now it was all clear. And so I thought to myself, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> I wear glasses now, and that is the end of it. And, uh, that, you know, I, I was 22 years old at the time. I'm going to be 48 in a few months. So it's over half my life at this point. And I, I still have a love hate relationship with the glasses and people have suggested to me over the years, well, why don't you get contacts and there are two reasons that I am not enthusiastic about that concept. And one of them is that, uh, well, for one thing, I, I have eczema. And one of my the problem areas is my eyelids. And that means that I have little bits of skin. This is kind of gross. I'm going to warn you but I have little bits of skin that constantly come off and, and a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll land on, on my glasses and I'll have to, I'm cleaning my glasses all the time. 
So if I had contact lenses and they get in my eye and, you know, if I had contacts, they'd be irritated all the time. And I just thought that's not a very, uh, you know, attractive prospect for me. The other thing is when I was a teenager, my sister, who is four and a half years older than me, she had contacts. And I, I watched the what she went through. It just seemed like such a hassle. It seemed like it was more trouble than it was worth. As opposed to, you know, the glasses, you just throw them on, you just take them off, it's easy peasy. So... I just I just pretty much resign myself unless somebody springs to get me LASIK I'm going to have glasses for the rest of my life you know I have not exactly accepted this but I have resigned myself to it it does not appear as though that I have any choice in the matter this is just how it is and and that's it. We're just stuck with it. So, okay. You know, so I'm trying to make the best of it. So getting, you know, the extra glasses uh, from the website, you know, I got another. Because the, the ones that I have now are, they're they're like, uh, they're like Buddy Holly glasses, you know, the big black plastic deals and the reason for that was, was pragmatic. Um when i i had i had a, a the last pair of wireframes that i had that i used every day ended up getting severely bent as a result of some kind of a misadventure and they never fit right again and the plastic ones just seemed more durable so i've worn plastic frames for about 15 years now and uh but I got a I got a pair of, of wire frames, kind of figured, all right, and got a second pair of sunglasses. Like I've I've been a one pair of sunglasses type of person. Oh, and the other thing, the other thing is glaucoma runs in my family. Okay. My maternal grandmother had it, my my mom's mother had it, and uh, my father had it. So it, it's on both sides of my family. And for a while there, I was getting tested for it regularly, and that was that sucked, bro. Like they 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 blast a puff of air in your eyes, and they dilate your pupils. And my eye doctor at the time, this was uh, when I was in my mid twenties. My eye doctor at the time was located in a shopping mall. So what they would do was they would give me the the drops to dilute my pupils, dilute, I said dilute, dilate, dilate my pupils. And then they would turn me loose in the mall. They would say, come back in a half hour. <laughs> so I would go out staggering around the mall with with my eyesight rapidly deteriorating and then have to find my way back to the, optometr- uh, the optometrist place so that they could do the exam which was pretty funny. I mean, I, I learned after a while not to venture too far away, and luckily there was a there was a record store a couple doors down from the optometrist place, and 
I could kill I could kill 30 minutes in a record store easily. Easily. I had a running list in my head at the time of every bit of music that I wanted to hear. I wanted to get every album I wanted to get, every poster I wanted to get, every t-shirt I wanted to get. That was record stores, man. They had all that stuff. You know, you go somewhere like FYE now, it's it's the same thing. Only this was, uh, back then, the record store was called uh, Musicland. Yeah, Musicland. The problem was that oftentimes... Like, I would see something there, and then I would go to the mom-and-pop shop to actually buy it. <laughs> because uh, at Musicland and at Sam Goody, they were the same company. Um, everything was a lot more expensive, you know? You get a CD, and it was like nine ninety five, or it was like twelve ninety five there, and then you go to the mom-and-pop shop, and it was like nine ninety five there. So I learned that lesson really early on. But anyway, I would, I would be browsing through the racks, and I would go stumbling blindly back. I mean... If you've never had your pupils dilated, it's like everything is really bright because that's what your pupil does. You know, it, it expands and contracts depending on the brightness of where you are. So when you're in a bright, bright place, your pupils contract. They get small to let less light in. And I'm in a shopping mall with skylight roof. And it's, you know, 12 in the afternoon. <laughs> so it's very bright. And I'm, I'm, I'm walking around almost completely blind. And uh, I, I, I can't even remember why I brought that up. How sad is that? Like I went off on a tangent and just completely got lost. <laughs> you know, that's comes with the territory. But... Uh, uh, was, yeah, it's pre-glaucoma, at risk for glaucoma. So, oh, yes, I remember now. So I needed a good pair of sunglasses. And, of course, they have to be prescription. And I had had at one time a pair of transition lenses. And they, they, it was early days for those things. So they didn't really work that well. They didn't get all the way dark outside. And they didn't get all the way clear inside. So for the last bunch of years... I've had good sunglasses. I had a, a I have a pair of of Ray-Ban Wayfarers, like the real ones. And you know, some people I know some people that go through sunglasses, you know, they're almost disposable. But I've always taken very good care of my sunglasses because they're expensive and I I got the frames for free. They were a gift. You know, I had a friend who had got LASIK and those frames were his his glasses when he wasn't using the contact lenses. When he got the LASIK, he just gave them to me and said, you know, you can go and turn them into sunglasses. And I, I did that. And the lenses cost me a hundred some dollars. You know, the frames were like a hundred and fifty dollars retail. I got them for free, so they're 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 nice. And so I've made an effort to to take good care of them, unlike my everyday glasses, which are cheap-ass, off-the-rack, you know, basically the cheapest ones in the store, just because I know they're, they're going to end up getting 
destroyed at some point anyway. Like I told you, the the wireframe ones I had, they were they had clip-on shades on them, magnetic clip-on shades, and that sounds kind of dorky, but it actually didn't look too bad. But they were Tommy Hilfiger branded frames, and I paid you know one hundred and twenty-five dollars for them just to end up breaking them. You know, I learned my lesson. I said, I'm not getting expensive glasses anymore. It's it's bad enough that I, I, I have no choice. I have to have them. But I am absolutely not going to spend a whole lot of dough for something that I'm just going to end up abusing because that is what I do with all of them. I don't mean to, but it just it just seems to happen. So, like I said earlier... If you have good eyesight, treasure it. Please know (laughs) you are well and truly blessed. This has been another installment of Just a Podcast. My name is Just Bob. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and the heart of my bottom for joining me today. Until next time, friends.